Anchor.fm is the best podcast streaming platform and hosting platform out there on the internet. Everything's free uh, to upload, free to download, free to listen. Uh, They give you an ad right off the rip for you to make sure uh, that you're making some money. Uh, But the big thing, it's free. You can edit it right through the right through the app itself Um, it's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one place Um, but the big thing is you got to download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today okay all right all right well cool We've got somebody live in studio. Yeah, this rarely happens. She just already chimed in, like right off the rip. I mean, no, that's okay. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fair. That is true. Yeah, the least our house. Our house. I went here first, though. Yeah, cool. I didn't think I was. Are they not recording yet? Yeah, we are recording. Oh, we are. Damn. That's always. You can always like see the like the part. I always watch it when he clicks. Oh. You don't okay. know what's going on. Okay. Sorry. It's fine. Okay. So it's Thursday night. We usually do this on like Sunday, <laughs> Sunday morning. Sunday morning, Sunday <laughs> afternoon. Yeah, she's usually in bed, so we don't have to deal with that. Um Yes. So this is gonna be an odd thing. No, I'm fine, thank you. This is on video as well. I'm fine. <laughs> All good. Cool. Bye, Josie. Do you know what? You're doing great. No. Oh, Jesus. How do I feel like we're all in trouble now? What are you talking about? I don't know. Whatever. <clears throat> so before we were rudely, unrudely interrupted in somebody's house. Yes. How is uh, How's your Thursday going? Uh, You know, it's... um, it. It's okay. It's you all seem right. more like lively and ready to go. I am much more of a of a night owl. Yeah. Um. And we typically do this like an hour after I wake up on Sunday morning. So at I, like one in the afternoon. Okay, that's my fucking business. Okay. Like, not everyone in this room is sober. Okay, calm down. Uh. But yeah, you know, it's uh, it's been a it's been a long day. It's been a trying week. Okay. Um. <clears throat> in general, are I, you putting your grace in God to get you through this? You know, it's funny that you should mention that because <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you need rough days like this just as a gentle reminder that, like, when you're that far low, the only way to look is up, and that's what's important. Are that's you gonna? What, are you gonna? I don't want to like introduce this as a theme to the podcast. What do you I, mean? I don't. I just don't want like a Silas phase to come in soon. <laughs> Like I, I don't, I don't know what you're talking I need about. You to, like I understand that you had a trying week. Yes, and I have seen where this goes. Like if if you're just like left alone to your devices for about another day and a half. Yes. Like I'm glad that we did this today. Okay, because I'm gonna get you out of this tailspin. Okay, and keep you from creating your own religion. Okay, because I mean I'm fine with us creating a religion. Yeah, but you can't be like we can't. <laughs> God damn it. I didn't want to make a Kobe Bryant joke, but (laughs) (laughs) like for a helicopter to work, you need like the top rudder and the back rudder to work at the same time. Okay. There's two pieces. Right. When one of them fails or when one of them's not around to stop the other one from fucking up, you end up losing a legend. Like that's, 
So I'm glad that we did this. I'm glad that we can get right in the middle of that happening. Awesome. <laughs> because I'm also in a minor tailspin. So, Are you? Yeah, I'm glad okay. that we're here together. It's almost like we're synced. Yes. If you've noticed, like, some, like, when we go through things, it's typically like separate but together at the same separate time. Separate but equal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, we're big fans of that on this podcast. I. Yeah, you've already. Yeah, you already came. You straight up. I was listening like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Just to like see what we had already covered. Yeah. And like the instant I said separate but equal, you're like, I'm in. <laughs> I, was like, I was actually I was listening to that one on uh, like Monday or something. Oh yeah. If you could say it into, now that we have a camera, if you could say it into the camera so they know it's not the white guy saying that I'm. Pro- <laughs> I'm pro- I- Ah, I do. I do get camera shy. Oh God! But yeah, I don't know. Like, but we were talking about the Joker before we started recording. Yeah, and like, legitimately, that movie had like. It, I don't want to say it changed my life because I'm not like a white woman who saw like Little Women or something like that. Yeah, where they like just ignore the Civil War that's going on there. But yeah. like. Like, the Joker was just like, this is a world that I would thrive in. <laughs> like, just that. Yeah. Like, as soon, like the same thing with the Batman that had the Joker in it with uh, Heath Ledger. Yeah. I was like, D- I get it. Yeah. Like, I completely... That complete chaos that just, exists in someone's mind. That's what I was made yeah. for. Like, when things get crazy, that's, like, calming for me. Because mm-hmm. that's just, like, when my brain's bouncing around all the goddamn time. So yeah. when he's, like, he's sitting there and he just, like, is... I mean, it's been out long enough, so we're not going to spoil it. But when he shoots fucking De Niro, like, right through the face, I'm just like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it wasn't even, like... Yeah. The only one that I didn't get, and I know, like, the guy threw him under the bus, but when he stabbed that guy in the neck with the scissors or whatever, I was what like... What do you mean? <clears throat> like, in his apartment. Yeah. Why like, don't you get that? I don't... It was kind of out of left field. I feel like that was the only justified murder <laughs> oh really yeah i thought the ones, compl- on the, the ones on the train were fine like because they were fucking with him i thought that was perfectly fine the de Niro one like he made fun of him on national tv so it was like one of those like you find somebody who has wronged you on that level yeah but okay i, I see where you're coming from i do yeah. see where you're coming from i think that for me mm-hmm. uh i see it a little bit differently um, I think that it was, so first off, we can just put it out there right now. Phenomenal movie. Great. Everybody can agree. Great. I have actually not met anyone who did not like that movie. That's a great movie. Yeah. <clears throat> Phenomenal. Um, and I, I don't think, like movies. Like I don't, like I want to, it on, takes a lot to catch, to hold yeah, my attention for, for as long movie. as that movie for was. For a new movie, yeah. it's very hard. And yeah. that movie, like that's the guy who made the fucking hangover. Like, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's crazy, but sorry, finish your point. I just think that uh, I don't know. I, I I I identified with it on a different level than you did. I think, and I'm sure that you're going to get more into that. Uh, for me, it was more about um, being more aware mm-hmm. of like the people around you and how something that's not a big deal to you can really affect people. You know what I mean? Not to go on like an anti-bullying thing because it's much, it's like significantly more mature than that. Uh, but you never know like the state of someone's mind. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and that's extremely important. But see, that's what I got from that movie is like, I would by no means say that like I was raised by an insane woman who adopted me and then tried to peg it on like 
<laughs> like Thomas Wayne or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. by no means was that the story. But, right. like, you kind of get, like, he lived this lie the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then he's been... Unbeknownst to him. Unbeknownst to him. And obviously, yeah. like, he had mental problems. Like, and that's why he was in, like, that counseling and all that shit. Right. And then, like, to me, it was, like, a real crazy, like, class struggle movie. Yeah. That was the angle I got off of it. Because I was... I forget who I was texting about it. Um, But, like, it was kind of part of, like, the Heath Ledger Joker, like, a little bit. And, like, even, like, the third Batman played with it a little bit. But, like, this one, it was just, like, front and center because he was, like, poor. Yeah. The Waynes, like, overlooked the city and he was, like, running for politics and all that shit. Yeah. And then, like, all of his shit gets cut and then he's just, like, left on his own because he's poor living in the shithole and he's, like, already crazy. Yeah. And it's just, like, he gets fired from his clown job and it's... It's so funny because I can just kind of like, <clears throat> and I'm, what I think it's a good movie is like, it's such a mirror on the world right now. Yeah. Where like, I think that's why everybody likes it is because everybody, one, feels something from that movie. Whether you identified with it, whether it scared you, whether it like made you worried about psychopaths just like hanging out everywhere. Yeah. Or like, but like you, it, it just hits your emotions really well and it just gives that look like like the coverage beforehand i remember somebody finally was just like do you want there to be a shooting at these movies because remember what like the coverage before was like this is gonna stir up people to kill people and it's like did you want them to kill people because i know that'd be great news and you'd make a whole bunch of money i kind of feel like that's what you want but why are you putting that into the exactly yeah but like i could see where somebody is like I want to be careful with it because I don't want to be like it's justified just to go kill people who are picking on you because at a certain point that's part of life you like get better like if somebody points that out to you you're like yeah do you know what maybe I should work on this Mm -hmm. like the comedy thing like you see so many people being at open mics and everything and that's kind of like the cool angle to it is like I've seen a hundred of those guys that like go up on stage and like I've also had those moments where you're like, I'm fucking killing it right now. I yeah. don't care what's going on. I don't. I can't hear anything around me. Yeah. Then you get off stage and somebody's like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, it's just like, and you're just like, no, that was great. Like, this is what I've been living for. Right. And like, so I get that angle of it. But like, that's one of those things where you're just like, what I got from it is be nice to people. Because you don't know what they're going through. And, like, you don't have to just be... Because we've talked about it. You don't have to be, like, nice to a fault. Like, you can... Like, just be cordial. Like, the... Yeah. Like, when he was in that chick's house that he thought he was dating or whatever. Yeah. Like, she... That could have gone so much worse. I was like, dude, the rest of them are fine. But do not kill this lady just because you're crazy. Or, like, her daughter or something. And just because she was, like, nice to him. Yeah. Like, that kind of diffused him for a minute. And it was like, that's all he needed was somebody else to be like, hey, man, like, what's going on? I don't know. It's kind of, it. I, I think that the part that really stuck out to me and kind of, like, stayed with me for a couple days after I saw this movie was that, like, <clears throat> throughout the whole, like, first half of the movie, I guess you could say, um, he, like, 
you you already know he doesn't give a fuck about his job. He doesn't right. like being a clown. Right. He doesn't like people talking to him like shit. He doesn't like going to counseling. He doesn't like anything about his life, but the only thing that he has to like care for is his mother. Mm-hmm. And that's like the like the that's like the little shred of humanity that's <clears throat> keeping him like as level-headed as he can be for sure only to find out that all of it's a sham right you know what i'm saying like his mom was insane not even really his mom like it was just, it was a lot it was a whole lot well and that's like again uh f- like fuck it we'll pull the curtains back like i grew up in like <laughs> why why hold it back like i grew up in like an alcoholic household sure where like and again, it's not to the same level, but yeah. you're like this whole structure that you grow up with until you're like old enough to realize it is just like, this is just the way things are. And like you take yeah. like that person is your parent. And then like once you're old enough and you like just see them like throwing up all over themselves or like trying to drive drunk, like you're just like, oh, like the whole fucking, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. Sorry, ages 16 to 19 for me are so funny for you, Paul. <laughs> That's the best part about this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're triggering me, Paul, and I don't appreciate it. I'm going to make sure that everybody knows not to record podcasts here. But uh, I'm going to cancel you. That's fine. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, mm. But no, like, then you're just like, oh, well, fuck. Like, nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody, yeah. like, it's all fake. It all doesn't matter. Like, it's, I say it all the time. Like, the world's not real. Like, especially... <laughs> But it's not. Like, it's just, like, especially, like, the, uh, we can even tie it into the Kobe Bryant thing. Like, I made, like, a quick, like, Hillary Clinton killed Kobe yeah, Bryant joke. It was I hilarious. Saw. Like, it was... Poor taste, but... Yeah, but yeah. it was funny. Like, and it's... <clears throat> excuse me. It's one of those things where it's, like, when none of it matters, you can, like, look at it and just be, like, there it is. Like, right. you can find, like, that thing that some people are missing. Like... And to a fault, like, yes, it was tasteless and it was in poor taste and it was quote unquote too soon. I completely understand where people would be pissed about it. I'm sure. not like one of those people who are like, wow, oh, fuck it. That's like, that's almost my job or yeah. like certain people's job. It wasn't like, fuck his family. Right, fuck right, his right. Do-. Like, it was like, there's something here and it's yeah. my job to find something funny about this. And then you just like, <clears throat> there it is. You just put those two together throw it out there and it's fine nobody gets hurt from it right like his family's not seeing my joke uh fucking um anthony jeselnik does like half of a special about that where like he got fired for a boston bombing tweet and like a bunch of other people were gonna get fired so he deleted the tweet because it wasn't about like him at that point it was about the rest of his show yeah so like for himself he's like when everybody's putting up hopes and prayers or, like, pray for the family, that's for the person writing that. That is not for their family. Their family's not going to see that. Right. They don't give a shit. Right. Like, they just had the worst day of their life. The and last at the thing end they're of doing, the day, it, the last thing that they're doing is hoping that people pray for them. Or going online right. to look and see what people are saying about yeah. it. And, I mean, now maybe they are. Like, but it's still... I don't know. It's, it's like this... I almost find it like as soon as you realize nothing's real, you can see that like you can live a real life. You know what I mean? Do you do you? So you like you talked a little bit about like 
growing up and like yeah, yeah. the struggles that you had at that point and everything. And I identify with that in a little bit of a different way. And I don't yeah. mean to turn this into like a whole like expose or anything, but like, do you remember the Thursday point? night podcasting, bro? We're going deep. Yeah, this is getting deep. Like, <laughs> this is why we do it in the morning. <laughs> yeah, we should not, we should not have this much power. Like this is, this is not good. But do you remember the point um, in your life that you realized that the way you grew up was not the way everybody else grew up? And, like, the struggles that you had, not everybody had them. And some people, like, no offense to you or your family or my family, some people just had normal families. Oh, yeah. Like, and that was, like, that was earth-shattering for me. Dude, I remember um, (laughs) you actually, the like, so... The girl that I had, like, dated forever. We had yeah. broken up. I was working for a campaign. Ended up dating a girl that I met through there. And I just remember yeah. the whole time, I was like, this bitch is so boring. <laughs> yeah. like, no tragedy? No. No like, drama? Like, no. You're just like, so you just, like, come home and you're fine? Yeah. Like, you yeah. don't have to, like... And it's just like, uh, like her family was like still around and like nice and like supportive and yeah. like go live your dreams. And my family was like, you better not waste all this money. Like, yeah, it was just like, yeah. And you're just like, what the fuck, man? No, I get it. I totally get it. And it's, uh, but yeah, that was like kind of at that point where you're just like, all right, I, she's right in this. Like she's she did yes. it right. <laughs> like yes. they did it right. Right. My family did it wrong. We need to find like a middle ground somewhere. Obviously it didn't work out because we're not dating anymore. But like um I almost <laughs> Paul is just Drunk Paul is like our demographic <laughs> for this podcast. If we can make drunk Paul laugh. But uh no, like I did a I I was talking about it last night on the show. Uh, I was I had a show in Toledo last night, mm-hmm. and it was like I, just every once in a while when I'm winging it, like just things that you shouldn't say out loud in front of like normal people just fly out. And it say was, it out loud, see how it feels. Oh, all the time, and it's just and I don't and here's the biggest things I don't give a fuck. Like right. it might hurt somebody's feeling for two minutes, but it's like. Yeah, I'm making fun of you for something that you're doing that actually causes pain to people. Like, I'm not wrong in pointing out that you're a shithead. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, I'm just sitting there, and it came up because the guy asked me for, like, my credits. And I go up on stage, and I was like, so he asked me for my credits. And, like, the only reason you would know me around here is if, like, you went to the dentist's office my mom works at. And I dropped the dentist's office. And, like, a table and a half, like, started cheering. And I was like, oh, so you know Linda. I was like, she's the reason why I'm on stage instead of having a real job. Oh, (laughs) yeah. And then they all laughed. And I was like, "Uh, yeah, it's kind of funny, but it's also true. And then I was like, if you know my dad, uh, tell him I said hi. I haven't talked to him in three years. He's got a better family at home. And then everybody was just like, ooh. And I was like, oh, that was the funny part. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And it was, I don't know, it was just weird because, like, that shit just kind of, like, slides out. And I don't know why people are, like, afraid of that shit. Like, I'm the one who has to live with it. And if I'm standing there making fun of it, why do you feel bad about it? Like, I know that that's not your thing. I think that, I don't necessarily know that people feel bad. I think that it's one of those things where they're, they're, like, they don't know how to respond. Mm. And was is this a crowd that you feel like frequents comedy shows? I don't know. It was in a Mexican joint. Like I, so like, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I like, like I like the spot. Like yeah. it's a cool spot, and it's like a newer thing. Yeah. But it was like a stage, and it was 
It was the most Toledo thing in the entire it world. It sounds like it. Because it was like, the restaurant was great. The food was good. Yeah. The guy who runs the show is great. Um, the whole show went fine. I left after my set, so I assume it went fine because I, it didn't, I did fine. Okay. And, uh... <clears throat> but like they had like a chalkboard like there's a piano on the stage and they had a chalkboard saying that they played like creole jazz on there okay. so like it's just like that's the Whew. that's the one spot where they try to have culture in toledo like yeah. it's so like they just shove it all into one restaurant uh so it was it was very toledo but get it uh yeah it was i think that they were like they seemed mostly cultured like it wasn't terrible like I, th- that's kind of something that every time I go back to Toledo, it's it's almost funny. Like it's a completely different place than I was used to growing up there. Mm-hmm. It's not that I would ever move back because there's seven people in Toledo. There's right. just like a hundred thousand of each one of those people, and right. you're like, oh, I've met you before. And uh, but it's it's I don't know. It's it's a completely different time and a spot there. Like, cause like they were the, fu- I brought it up on here before. They were the fucking Nazi riots when I was in high school. Yeah. And now it's just like nice white people which, down the street from like a homeless shelter eating Mexican food on a Wednesday night. Yeah. Laughing at my stupid jokes. Like, yeah. it's just like, this is not, this shouldn't be happening. So you're, so you're not moving to Toledo. No. Okay. I'd kill myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> like you get to move to, did you watch, um, Fuck, Paul, you know this. Uh, what's the superhero show on Amazon? Uh, the Boys. The Boys. Did no. You, oh, like at a certain point, like the guy who's supposed to be like their Aquaman or whatever yeah. gets sent to fucking Sandusky. Ooh. <laughs> like, like, like as a punishment. Ooh. And I was like, I can, I get it. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's oh, fucking rough. The fucking Bachelor was in Cleveland this week. Dude. And it was... I'm telling if you have never watched The Bachelor, I need you to give a half hour to this last episode. I'm not doing it. I'm telling you, best television I've ever seen. Like, Chris Harrison, the producer of The Bachelor, walks into, like, The Bachelor Mansion that's in L.A., and, like, The Bachelor's always like, we're going to fucking Prague, or we're going to, like, Spain. Yeah. And, like, he walks in and is like, our first trip is to a place of love and laughter and rock and roll. We're going to beautiful Cleveland, Ohio. Ugh. And just, like, all the chicks were just, like, it took, like, a beat for them to even <laughs> pretend to want to go. <laughs> like, and, like, all the B-roll just made it look like ass. Like, and yeah. it was just, they went to Cedar Point, and, like, you could see, like, the fucking, like, the mold of, like, the thing on the thing. Like, it was all crap and shit oh like it's falling God. apart and i was like you guys did a great job like dude cleveland's not the best city but it's not as bad as they made it seem honestly. i am i am not meant to live in cleveland where where do you think you're meant to live i think so i've actually been thinking about this a lot yeah. and i feel like i'm meant to live in either vegas or okay. la yeah I feel like those are those are those are my spots. So you're like, are you sick of like moisture in your nose, or what are you talking about? You got you got to put some like talcum powder up there to to dry it out, or what are you talking about? Going to a spot with a lot of cocaine there, son. I don't, that's not what it's about. <laughs> Just sometimes it's about like 
jobs, industry, yeah, industry. And, and the whole thing's and about art industry and 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 food and fine wines. Yeah, you know? large buffets, <laughs> large buffets. <laughs> the great culinary scene of Las Vegas, <laughs> where you pay for your food with a free voucher. <laughs> Okay, have you ever been to Las Vegas? Why would I go to Vegas? I don't drink. I don't like strippers. I don't like gambling. You don't drink as of yesterday. It's been almost... It'll be six months in April, so... Yesterday. <laughs> it's, been four, it's been three months. Like, what a... D- April? <laughs> what a... D- <laughs> like, what a dumb way to, like, Jesus count Christ. Time. Okay. I know April's six months from October, so, like, that's what I went for. Wow. This is going to be, t- uh, when this comes out, it'll be the Super Bowl. So this will be the s- first sober Super Bowl. That's going to be tough. You're. Why are you doing this? Why Why are you staying sober? I just feel better. About what? Just life. It, like, it honestly helps me, like, rebound from things quicker. Like, it'll be, like, if I have, like, a bummer day, and it would just be, like, I'm just going to go get hammered. And then, like, you wake up hungover, and you're just, like, oh, I was drinking because I didn't feel good. And now I feel like shit. And then it's just like a big like eight year tailspin. <laughs> like <it's laughs> do you feel do you feel like you have changed since you stopped drinking? Uh a little bit. Okay. Like I have way less patience for things. I don't like sitting still as much uh-huh. unless I'm like at home. But like if I'm in public, I'm just like, why am I just sitting here? Okay. Like we've we've had it like the whole idea behind this stupid fucking podcast is like, I mean, I love it. You should subscribe and download and all that other stupid dumb shit. But uh like we we could just sit at a bar for 6 hours and just talk shit and yeah. just like slam shots and drinks. And like now if I did that, I'd kill myself. Like So you realize that none of the and so None take- of that stuff you have to have alcohol for, but it makes it bearable. Like, when's the last time you sat with somebody for six hours that you weren't sleeping, <laughs> that you didn't have, like, a drink? Yeah. Like, it's... it's Nothing? Yeah, it's... Let me think. <laughs> Let me, give me a fucking minute. God. <laughs> The fucking staff is very into this podcast today. I, <laughs> I just wanted to call you the staff. Does I don't really count? give a fuck. <laughs> no, work doesn't count. Okay, then I guess never. I don't know. Yeah. Never like in my adult years. Yeah. I don't know. And I mean, not at, I'm sure at your current job, you'd never indulge in a drink or two while you're on the job. But I know at our last- That's a lie. Well, okay. I didn't want to throw you under the bus. I don't care. I'm, like, I'm the bus driver. Fuck dude, it. I know at- fucking the dealership that we work for after five it was irish coffees all night <laughs> like popping bottles of uh, a champagne dude, as, long as, as, as soon as she left like <laughs> like yeah she got lit dude it'd be like hey uh like it got so bad we stopped buying like a bottle the house vodka well that was her house vodka like i would have um Hey, we stopped having because uh, when Jen left, uh, you're probably on camera too, there, buddy boy. Oh God forbid, I smoke in my house. Oh, it's a cigarette. I thought you was weed. Sorry. Who cares? I don't. Dare you again? I don't smoke weed. Oh, true. We're in a weed legal state. This is this is. There's a lot happening there's chaos. tonight. This is why. This is why we do it on Sundays. Yeah. Like this is. Yeah. 
this is this is a fucking lie. Like here's the thing. I was home in sweatpants. I was about to indulge in some vitamins as well, and then I was like, oh fuck, I gotta go talk on the goddamn internet, and 17 people are gonna listen to it. Did you just want to pull a mic up at this point? No, it's fine. This is all a part of the uh, the experience here. But uh, the ambiance, ambiance. <laughs> Gotta. We do need a candle. That's <laughs> for those. Yeah. For so like the yeah, so we used to go to Brico and like. There would be candle like those little shitty tea candles, <laughs> and, like, and they kept going out. And I was like, "We're at dinner," and I'm like, "Can we get another candle?" Like, like yes. keep in mind though, keep in mind though, we're at a table with like nine people at and least, with and one waitress at least. And I'm like, "Yeah, we need another candle." Like I was throwing a bitch fit. You were like, "It's ruining my <laughs> meal." <laughs> And it, like, this is what was the best part about classy dinner. And like, I put it online at some point, and somebody was like, "You shouldn't treat people like that." So like, Bill Stone, listen, this is how you act at like a fine dining establishment, not a Chili's. You, <laughs> when you're paying fifty dollars for your own meal and drink alone, you expect a certain amount, and. I like you consider a fifty dollar meal fine dining. Not fine dining, but it's not ten dollars three for ten. Like okay. it's like fair. And I'm on like my second martini of the night, and the tea can't like the tea light goes out. I'm having a good time, and you say things like, "I want a goddamn candle, or I'm leaving, and I won't tip you." And then when they bring it back, and you're like, "I'm sorry for throwing a fit. We do this every once in a while." Everybody will tip you very well for how shitty we've been. <laughs> like, and that is like, I know that's not how you treat somebody, but at least at the end of the night, when like they get a tip the same size as the bill, they're like, at least this was worth dealing that with. That girl these got like a $200 tip. From, yeah, like at least. Yeah, like, like, she, like <clears throat> she, she got a lot. And that's the, still not an excuse for you to no. say that. Say that the candle going out was ruining your meal and destroying the ambiance of our dinner, but... All things that are true. Okay. Who are you to tell me that a candle's not ruining my meal? Taste is both... (laughs) (laughs) Taste is... Now it's it's taste and smell, and if I want the sh- smell of a tea light, I, yeah. If I want <laughs> shitty neutral scented wax, uh huh, to help with my banana pepper stuffed with chorizo, <laughs> <laughs> I will get a tea light. Okay. <laughs> You're a cancer. <laughs> Fine, fuck it, man. Whatever you say. Whatever you fucking say. <laughs> but that's, like, I don't know. At least it was, like... Can I ask you a question, though? Yeah, go for it. Do they have tea lights at the Stowe Tavern? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, dude, I love the Stowe Tavern. I know you do. That's I why I'm get, asking. Oh, Stowe Tavern, if you're listening, I will, I will sponsor you for one free meal a week. How about that? I don't... That's not a deal. It's a deal for them. Okay. They get like dozens of people listening to this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I get and I get a free burger. Okay. 
All right, man. Hey, Ashley can pay for her own shit. I just want my oh, meal just for free. one yeah, meal, yeah, yeah, yeah. not a free bill. No, a free plate. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Dude, we used to, we used to drop coin in that place. You used to, you probably paid the light bill many a time for the like. It would be that's a, that's one of the other reasons like why I quit drinking is like it's so much cheaper to go out now, especially yeah. to Stowe Tavern mm-hmm. because like our bill would be like. Excuse me. No lie, after tip, 80 bucks mm-hmm. at a fucking side corner bar thing. Because yeah. I'm like, if we have to, we can roll home. And I'm slamming shots and beers. And now, like, our bill's like 30 bucks with Tim. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's just like, it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. I get it. But it's great food. Okay. I'm telling you. All right. I, I'm not going to drive all the way to Stowe. To go to Stowe All Tavern. the way to Stowe. Yeah. Do you realize how many fucking restaurants I'd pass on the way to get a same quality burger? Pass. Dude, I'm going to be so hyped when they sponsor us. and you'll be like, it's worth the drive from Stowe. <laughs> <laughs> you know damn well I will sell out to anybody who gives us money. <laughs> Yo, you were just talking food. about Tip Top. How many breakfast places do you drive by to get to Tip Top? I've been to Tip Top once. Oh, it's the best. I mean, it's it's okay. I want this. It's good. It's I want good. this podcast to be completely sponsored by Stowe. Like, I just want the Stowe Chamber of Commerce to drop money on this. You bring them Stowe billies on in here. Going to get in the Stowe Century. Yep. The the what? The Stowe Century. <laughs> what the fuck is that? It is a newspaper. Wow. Newspaper. Newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> We're going off the rails. Thursday nights are wild. Jesus. Thirsty Thursdays here on Classy Dinner Podcast. <laughs> I don't know why. I just feel like by the end of this, I'm going to end up being fired for this. That's fine. I'm going to I'm gonna start drinking again. And yep. <laughs> yep. That's where we are. But like, no, Paul, I'm fine. But uh, um, uh, Dylan just texted me. Oh, yeah. Go read the guestspot.net. Um. But, uh, Jesus, are we that far in already? Um, fuck. What? Oh, Stowe Century. It's like yeah. this shitty newspaper that they just shove in your mailbox. Like, it's okay. free. It's a Stowe thing. Chris Clem loves it because they gave him a good write-up in it one time. Is it, like, part of the record publishing group? I don't know. Oh. I don't, it's not, like, part of, like, the record courier or anything like that. Okay, it's that's just, the record publishing I group. I assume. So. I think they got bought out. No, they're still the record publishing group. Oh. What's the what's the one I'm thinking of? The, GA Media or whatever it's called. Well, the one Media. for Kent. That's not the record courier, is it? Yes, it is. Okay, cool. Doesn't matter. Nobody reads that fucking bullshit anymore anyway. They that's not true. Dude, do you remember do they still have the sound offs? When's the last time that you I I don't know. I used to read. I, I used to like when I when I worked in politics, I would have to read it every day. Like that was part of my job to mm-hmm. like see if something was coming up that like my candidate need to go to. And so I like my prize for dealing with that fucking horseshit was reading the sound offs because like that was like their letters to the editor. It's like for the people in Portage County because there's like large chunks of Portage County that don't have internet still. Like it's insanity. And so, like, it's, like, Twitter for people who don't have Twitter, and they just, like, send in the most nonsense shit. Like, somebody, like, put, like, I, the outline of it is, like, they didn't say names. I don't know if they omitted the names or whatever, but, like, the whole caption was, like, she deserves what she gets for having premarital sex and buying cigarettes 50 cents more than without a coupon. Like, it was just complete nonsense. What? Yeah, and, like, people would just, like, call, I don't know if they had to call in or email it in or what, 
But, like, they just, like, put it in there, and it'd just be like, <clears throat> I don't care what the president says. I think, like, I think he's a Muslim. Like, all the time. Because this is Obama times. And, like, it'd just be, like, the most crazy shit. And it'd be, like, the Circle K on Portage Street is uh, charging two cents more for cigarettes than the one down the street. Don't give them your business. Like, stupid shit like that. <clears throat> Breaking news in the community. Dude, it's so great. And I would just, like, I would post them every once in a while because it's just the most ridiculous shit. And you're just like, I'm glad that these are the people that are in this world. Yeah, man. That's the best. Dude. I I guess, if you say so. I just I I don't know I like chaos I think that there's not I've gathered, but that's it like people like they want us I shared a uh, 1984 quote yesterday Mm -hmm. because like people want this like nice fun sanitized (laughs) like world where like nothing hurts you and like like somebody's gonna take care of you all the time and we don't want the bad people doing anything yeah. And, like, that's what we're working towards on both sides. I don't want to say it's, like, a left thing or a right thing. Yeah. But, like, <clears throat> the whole world's dirty and gross in a gray area. And once you embrace it, it's just so much more fun. Like, if I can look at somebody complaining that cigarette prices are two cents higher at a gas station, I'm like, can you imagine how fun their life might be for, like, a day that that's something you care about? Like, imagine all the other crazy shit they do. Uh-huh. Like, that just be to follow that person around would be the greatest day of my life. Like, if I could find a way to get paid, I want to be a documentarian of just like insane people. Find a way to monetize following crazy people. That's all I want to do. You know, you really are like just like a fucking chaotic person. Yeah. Because, like, the thought of being surrounded by shit like that. Makes me want to hang myself. <laughs> oh, that makes me so... Like, once... Like, you know that moment before... Like, it always happens at a bar. And that's almost what I miss about not drinking is, like, you'll be in a bar. We'll call it one fifteen in the morning. And, like, somebody will say something, like, slightly off-color towards somebody. Not even, like, racist or anything like that. But, like, you can hear, like, somebody starting to raise their voice a little bit. Yeah. And then you just, like, feel that, like, stillness in the air where everybody's paying attention to, like, the loud person. And then, like, that moment before you don't know what's going to happen, that's the best moment in life. You are describing anxiety oh i have anxiety all the time that's that's in a nutshell that's what that is so you want to live in a constant state no but here's the thing when things are too still i can pay attention to my own anxiety when things are starting to like rustle and get crazy you're like oh this is where i live like i was born in the dark like you just adopted oh my fucking god And you're just like, this is the best. Like, you're, like nobody knows what to do. Uh-huh. And, I mean, nothing ever happens, because that's the best part about it, is there's mo- nine time, 99 out of 100 times, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. But, like, the one time that it does, like, it's real, it gets insane, and it's fun, and then everybody's <laughs> like, that was absolutely crazy. I can't believe that happened. And it's like, I can't believe that doesn't happen more. Like, it, we're all, it's a fucking... Middle of the night, there's a hundred people in this bar, and everybody's drinking and bumping into each other, and, like, it's zero degrees outside, so everybody's pissed off. Like, I'm surprised that it doesn't happen more. Bar fights? Yeah. I mean, they may not happen in, like, Kent, but I feel like bar fights in general are pretty common. 
Kent is not a good sample size for the rest of the world. I've been in places like that other spots. Paul, but if thought corrupts language, language can also corrupt thought. Is that a 1984 quote too? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I love 1984. I think everybody should have to read that book as an adult. Like, they do a really good job of, like, putting that shit into your brain when you're, like, 15. And then you're like, I'm not going to read this bullshit. And then, like... They kind of co-opt it because you always, <clears throat> when somebody says, oh, 1984, yeah. like you think of like a dystopian future where the government runs everything. So automatically you're like, oh, this is crazy. But then you just like, in the book, it's like the people were complicit. Like it happened because the people let it happen. And like you just see so many things, like so many parallels <clears throat> in the world. Yeah. Like the one that I shared, um, <clears throat> I'll pull it up real quick because it was like, Shut the fuck up, Paul. You just looked one up, too. Uh, Reality exists in the human mind and nowhere else, not in the individual mind, which can make mistakes and in any case soon perishes, only in the mind of the party, which is collective and immortal. Like, that shit is just, like, 100%, like, what's going on now, like... You can't make a Kobe Bryant joke because it's, like, too soon because everybody says it's too soon. Like, yeah. that that kind of shit gets me because it's, like, the point of somebody saying too soon is, like, like you said, it was too soon. The timing wasn't great, but it's funny. And basically the idea is you're waiting for somebody else to be, like, all right, that's funny. To, like, be able to be, like, okay, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, but, I mean, comedy is subjective. And it is. I mean, but that's and it, but it's also like you're also saying that you know that it's funny, but uh, <laughs> will you stop texting me and just say it out loud? <laughs> you fucking psycho! I left it at home. Um, this is how my brain works, Paul. <laughs> like, it's not, dude. This he is asked the- where my joint was. Like I'm high right now. Like this is me straight sober. <laughs> That's the that's the most troubling part about this. Yeah, it's crazy. I do drugs to like stop this. I guess I I I I I think that the part about like <laughs> you that puzzles me the most. Yeah. Is that like you love this this chaotic nature and the world isn't real, nothing actually exists. Yeah. But you the second <laughs> that I leave here, I'm going to go home, throw jammies on, and cuddle with my dog and my girlfriend, and then go to bed. Like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, <that's... Yeah>. like <laughs> you, you talk so much shit. It's not talking shit. That's like, that. I don't know. Maybe that's why like I don't work well in like, like in my time. I have what? <laughs> All right. No, just okay. In, in my time, like not when I have to be out in society, yeah. not when I have to deal with other people. Like I have created my own little corner in like corner to hide from like all the bad things. Okay. Like so I have built up my ecosystem to rest for the chaos that is the world. Okay. In my perfect world, like I was just thinking about it and it's it's a conversation that Ashley and I have like commonly or Uh, commonly frequently frequently gotcha is like 
and it always comes like I have never found a good way to say it out loud without sounding like I'm being an asshole but it's like if it wasn't for like her and the dog and the cat like I could live out of the back of my car and just like bounce from town to town doing my stupid nonsense jokes Uh like that to me sounds great okay but I also like enjoy having like a nice soft bed to go home to and somebody to like bounce ideas off of and like genuinely enjoy their presence as a stabilizing force in my life. But if I didn't have that, I could just be like fucking out and about bebopping around fucking out in bars until 3.30 in the morning. I probably wouldn't drink, but I'd probably be doing other stuff more. But it's just like... Like that's just that just seems it's so freeing not to have to like deal with anything else and like deal with the chaos of everything. Like I legitimately okay, that's probably the that's probably the sanest thing you've said I since le- we started. Well, here we go. We're gonna take it right back. Like your own house. Like they don't own those houses. They they rent them or they're not allowed to own them like legally or the banks won't give them the money to actually own them. Like, they're not burning down anything that's theirs. Like, that's the thing. And obviously don't destroy, like, small businesses that are black-owned. Like, be selective on who you... Like, burn down a subway. Don't burn down a fucking Leander's Barbershop. No, nah, fuck that. You know what I mean? Burn the, down what you gotta burn down. Burn down what you gotta burn down. I mean, it's Because insured. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. You wanna talk about commerce? You wanna talk about law and order? Fine. If you own a business and you don't have business insurance, you never should have owned a business. That's a crime anyways. Go fuck yourself. Like, no, there is nothing in this country that is more valuable than life. Nothing. I don't give a shit about barbershops. Fuck your Target. Fuck your ice cream stores. Fuck your cop cars. I literally do not give a fuck. Because until Black Lives Matter in this country, the entire nation could burn to a crisp. Because it's not a nation to begin with. It's rape. Mm-hmm. It's murder. Mm-hmm. Like, we, this, this entire country has done nothing more than benefited from separating us, creating us as second-class citizens, and then forcing us to build your economy. I do not care. Burn it down. Burn it down. And and I'm going to I'm going to take this a different way too because I want to make a statement right now about all of the all of the states that have recently decided to remove their confederate statues. Black people don't be fooled. The only reason this is done is because they're trying to calm you. Mm-hmm. They're trying to appease you. The it Marines, is not because they believe you. The Marines said you can't fly the confederate flag anywhere. Like, why does that have to be... That should that should have been a rule. Yeah. That always should have been a rule. We For have like one flag. For like 150 years. We have one flag. Yeah. We have one flag. The American flag. And yet, we have an entire half of a fucking nation that is arguing that we need that this so that we one? don't forget about history. But what about the black and white one with the blue line? How about that flag? Do we need that flag? <laughs> like, that's, that's, like, it doesn't... That's my favorite thing is like you need to respect the flag. Okay, you guys Which made one? your own, but you made your own fucking stupid flag. Yeah. Like you create you made one. You don't care about our flag because you made your own flag. And I mean, then you call yourself a Christian if you want to get into idolatry. Like if you want to get into the, all that other shit, like your layers of just nonsense. Just yeah. don't it just it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it's because 
you want to they want the easy simple way into like this is the way it's been this is the way it's always been I don't have to worry about it like it's uncomfortable yes it's 100% uncomfortable like you might have to give up a little bit to make somebody equal or to give them an equal opportunity but for but for them it's uncomfortable for me it's life threatening yeah no, I'm like at, yeah. at, 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 at what point it, is my life more valuable than whether or not you feel comfortable? Mm-hmm. What do I have to do? Because it, it appears that what I have to do is burn down a target. And loot that target. That's that's the way it seems. And that's what's happening right now. And that's Look, why it's happening right now. If you now. want some reasonably priced, like, dorm furniture for free, go get it. Like, that's, <laughs> like, that's, that's how I feel about it. Like, go grab it. Those futons are fire. They last forever. Yeah, Go man. grab it. I don't, like... I'm it, just, I'm just, I'm, I'm... It's hard. I'm, I'm, at, I'm at a very, I'm at a very strange place right now. And I, I am not typically someone who... Who condones violence. I never have been someone who condones violence. However, we are at a point where how long do you want us to wait? Mm -hmm. How long do you want us to sit in silence? How long do you want us to to be murdered in the streets? How long do you want us to mourn people who are dead and shouldn't be? How long do you want us to keep shopping at your businesses and and contributing to your economy voting for your candidates count like and that's the big thing that you don't like a lot of people it's not getting swept under the rug quote unquote because they're showing up and they're doing their lip service yeah but where most fucking new york city has a democratic mayor he runs the cops there minneapolis democratic mayor like all these places that are supposed to like we're doing the right things. We're voting for the right people. But they get up there, they are... And I was having a conversation with the person I used to work with in politics of how are the Democrats going to take money from the Fraternal Order of Police anymore? How are they going to get it from police unions? Like, people are going to start paying attention to that. But this is an issue, and this is what I've been trying to get people to understand. This is an issue that transcends politics. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not about left and right anymore. It is literally about white and black. But it is about also, right and wrong. But you also have a party that is running on the, we're the right people. We are the ones who are with you. We are the ones. like, And you see it all the time. You see these people who are like... Yeah, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton, who helped write those fucking laws. Hillary Clinton, who was behind writing those laws joe biden who's running he fucking signed off on the laws like at least with here's it i would fuck donald trump we'll start with that but at least you know he's in it for him and people like him where you have these same people who hang out with donald trump and invite him to their weddings and take his money to get elected and then put his laws in and then every four years or every two years they're on the fucking the breakfast club chatting it up with Charlemagne the god talking about how they love Biggie and Tupac and they have like old school hip hop's great but the new stuff isn't good like right. pandering and then you get then they get in power and they're like fuck them let's like we're here we need to get ours and take care it's like 
you don't. I just I want everyone to pay very close attention to how everyone reacts to this mm-hmm. because I'm telling you right now I'm not going to call anyone out by name but I'm telling you right now I have a lot of people in my life that I considered personal friends who I will never speak to again who Jordan Ansel fuck that motherfucker no, fuck Jordan Ansel <laughs> I'm going to put that out there right now all right fuck it Jamie Barna Oh, yeah. I will never speak to Jamie Barna again. He's yeah, he's a cop for. I mean, I'm done. But like, it was, pay attention to those people. It was pay attention fun to those talking people. to him for a minute when it wasn't life or death. You know what I mean? Because this is like the the whole. But for me, right. it has always been life or death. Like that's the important thing is that well, right. like everybody keeps making this keeps. And, and, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to attack you, but no, white no, people no. keep trying to make this distinction that like. This is serious now. We have to pay attention it's now. Been for it a... has always been serious. My life has always We're been on at the risk. Same page with that, but I sorry for not qualifying it for the thousandth time when we're having a conversation when you know that I know this. Do it again. It's always been life or death. But like that was the whole point of this podcast when we first started it is this would be us at a bar at three in the morning hammered having these conversations right. with people we didn't agree with, with people that had a completely different view. Then we wrap it up, dap it up, go home, and then it's done. Yeah. Time for that's over. Like, yeah. and that's, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's not fun. It's not cute. I've been using Jordan Ansel as an example for the last week and a half of, like, he's, he had threatened our lives at one point because of a Confederate flag. Remember this? Like, yes. when we were talking about it online. Yes. And then, because I, I pop in on Facebook every once in a while, and I jumped i looked and like oh of course, you saw my yeah of yeah, course yeah, i yeah. saw him and it's like i'm just see this is why i deleted the app like i'm yep. not getting in into it because i don't have to see this motherfucker ever again he's useless he's pointless he'll go nowhere in life but like he threatened our lives and then the next time you see him in person he's like hey uh that was just it's like no fuck you dude like what are we doing when are we doing this like you want to start some shit do you want to go yeah let's like, go let's go <laughs> and guess who left the bar not us yeah, exactly <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> We're still there talking our talk. Like, you, were, you were sitting there eating cheese curds. You were yeah. like, nah, bro, talk, talk, talk. Yeah, like, fucking, like, you want to talk about killing me? I'm here. Let's fucking do it. Like, I'm not afraid to die. Are you afraid to kill for what you believe in? Like, like one of us is going to, like, I'm ready. Like, fuck it. Yeah. Like, you can't kill what's already dead. Nah, bro, I but completely like, agree. I completely agree. Like, it's in time. Like, yes, it's Again, it's not life or death for me, blah, 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 whatever. But, like, it's fun to take that other side every once in a while and make the argument and have the fun and have the fucking... Like, yeah, this has not been the most funny, hilarious podcast in the entire world, but it's important that you have a real sobering conversation about it because it's time to have a real sobering conversation about it. It is. Like, it's fun to pick at it because it's, like, the big issue, and you kind of have to pick and... Like, to stay sane, you have to poke at it a little bit and fuck with it. Like, I pointed out, like, when the NBA players had their I Can't Breathe shirt, it was in Comic Sans. Like, come on, guys, don't put it in Comic Sans. We know better than this. Like, you're undermining yourself there. That's funny. But, like, 
right now is the time where it's not fun. Like, you have to have the conversation, and you have to fucking do it, and you have to do something about it. And that's what's, and we even texted about it the one day. I mean, the protests have gone longer than I thought they would, so I'm I'm glad to be wrong about that. But in November, when when I'm guessing we vote the fucking next old white guy in to be president, yeah. what's going to change then? You know, like, I feel like a lot of white people are going to, because when Barack Obama was president, and actually, to her credit, like, she's been listening to a podcast about, like, you make one good choice, and then that justifies a bunch of your, like, your silence, and your, like, you feel justified in doing something bad because you made the big, quote-unquote, right choice. Yeah. And that's what a lot of white people did when they voted for Obama twice. They're like, I voted for Obama. Like, I want, like, I voted for the black guy. I'm a good white person. And then you just let it go. Like, I voted for Obama. What else do you want me to do? Like, yeah. you fucking, you vote for Obama every day by what you're doing. Like, yeah. see, so yeah. like, Bill, or fucking, and that's one thing that's annoyed me about Joe Biden more than anything is, like, he's been taking a lot of credit for Barack Obama. Like Joe Biden, Joe Biden's entire campaign is riding on the coattails of the legacy of president Obama. And he, that's they, it. But everybody forgets <laughs> Joe Biden was brought in to give Bar- like nobody wanted to vote for the young black charismatic dude, Hillary Clinton. She made up the Obama's a Muslim thing. Like yeah. she, like, they didn't want him to be there, and Joe Biden was brought in to round him out so exactly. older white people would do it. So he's the old white people fucking yeah. candidate pretending to be <laughs> the young black. Like, he's like, when me and Barack were bringing in gay marriage. Okay, I'll give Biden gay marriage because he was a fucking moron and rolled that out on accident. Yeah. I'll give him that one. But, like... When he's like, when Charlemagne the God asked him about the fucking whatever the the bill was that gave minimums, like required minimums for drug offenses that have like affected black people more than anybody else in this country, he's like, well, at the time, what we were kicking around, it's like, no, motherfucker, you did it. Say, so, yeah, what we wanted to do is this, but this is what happened, and it got co opted. Like, all anybody needs to be like is. Yeah, this is the way that we thought it was going to go. This is the way it went. Sorry, we fucked up. Let's try to do better. But yep. everybody's just like, we've been with you the whole fucking... No, you haven't. No, you haven't. No, you no, haven't. You haven't. Like, no, you haven't. The Democrats you've turned a blind were... eye. You've sat up on the hill yeah. in your mansion, quietly drinking your fucking tea as cops have been killing us. That is what you have done. The Democratic Party only started caring about individual black people when online donations became easy enough for black people to give five, ten, twenty dollars. They still I'm st- I'm going to make a statement right now. The Democratic Party still does not care about individual black people. That's they true. care about the black vote. Yeah. That's it. That is it. That's an important. They are not. They are not. They are not black people. You are not being supported by the Democratic Party because you are black and because you are oppressed and because you are targeted and because you are systematically uh, have everything against black you. That's not why. It's because your vote matters. Black violence is super high in Chicago. Day. He didn't know I was coming on his podcast, and I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna shout you." Um, that's one thing. It, it was Kismet. He must have known. But thanks, Anthony, for coming. Oh, yeah. Josh, thanks for being our favorite guest on the podcast. Oh. Um, Bitch, this is my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
sorry. It's Who not, are you talking to? It's literally not an episode unless by the end of it we're in a fight. So literally, well, we're here. We are here. Congratulations. Uh, All right, hey, Josh, this I is something we haven't done in a while. Yeah, I, I love the persona, Josh. Like you're you're a person, and then Ray tests you, and then. Now you're the big black dude. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> like yeah, you've got you've gotten the underlying theme of this yeah. podcast 100 percent in under an hour. It's just me trying to escalate how angry I can get Josh <laughs> and still get him to do this. Like that's he's, he's it seems like by the end he's just about to whoop your ass and drag. Dude, you out. I've told him a hundred times if he let me write him like 15 minutes, he'd be famous. Like I could write. An act for him that would be okay. Bananas. So I just imagine Ray on stage <laughs> saying big grin faces shit. No, I, the one time <clears throat> this will be the last story, and then right. we'll actually sign off for uh, right. yeah, the, the legitimate way. Um, but I, we tried to sign up for uh, karaoke at Eurogyro. And I wanted to do Gold Digger, and I wanted him just to be on stage with me to say the N-word, because I couldn't do it. And he was down. This is when I was drinking, too, and it was a great idea. But I think that would have been a really good video, and Jensen was, like, very against it. <laughs> like, karaoke Jensen, not Jensen Strzok. Oh, well, speaking of Jensen Strzok, we got one more hot plug. Jorge is filming Hellvan. I'm affiliated with the movie. I don't know how into the movie you guys are, uh... If either of you had scenes or yeah, whatever, I mean the arm but thing. You were in the arm, yeah, right. You were in the arm scene, the yellow room scene with the arms. Uh, we have decided to try something groundbreaking, and uh, the the coronavirus having people do uh, like virtual meetings spawned this idea. Jorge has uh, contracted a stunt driver to flip the cop car. And it's not going to be cheap to do it. And these guys are cutting Jorge a deal because they believe in what he's doing. This this company has got guys working on The Walking Dead and shit, like, straight up. And they had they, they came in and had them two guys be set on fire. Like, two people were set on fire for a scene we filmed in Hellvan already. Hell yeah. And I was like, hey, we could sell tickets to, like, and put up a little grandstand. And, like, Al, my room, our old former roommate, Al, uh, like, we could do crowd control, like, you know, like keep people away, but you know, fifty bucks show up and watch this thing happen live. And Jorge De La Rosa, the mastermind of the Slow Mutants, decided that that it wasn't feasible. There's too much risk. So the next best thing, if you, uh, I don't know if it's Venmo or PayPal, he he recorded a little promo. If you send him ten bucks, you get the Hellvan air freshener to hang on your rearview mirror in your car, and then you get a code to view the live stream. But how's the live stream going to be good or fresh? Jensen Strock is coming to Kent. and She's going to commentate it. She's going to be the on-air commentary. Genius. It's, uh, it's perfect. So, yeah, Jensen Strock's going to be on Great site. Great on a mic as well because that's what yeah, she does Yeah, that's what for, she like, does yeah. for a living. And she's been doing this. Uh, she's all the time on. She's at the forefront of, like, uh, Shout out to Jensen technology. Strzok. So, Jensen Strock is coming to Kent to the, be uh, the host of. Uh, and this seems kind of, like, groundbreaking. Well, have you ever heard of a movie be like hey if you give us a couple bucks you can watch live all day the preparation and then the act of that's a stunt. gonna be huge for film nerds yeah i think this is awesome because so, like when i helped that one day a, yeah. uh it was like you're just like oh there's all this shit that goes so much it. goes on behind the scenes it's and it's bananas and it's interesting but and like it's half of not. it like i i made a joke of it that day of being like the chief engineer of like uh like 
positivity or something like yeah. that. But like half of just like walking around and just be like, hey man, you're doing it. Like half of it's just that, like, yo, you're yeah, doing great. That's usually uh, my like yeah. sign too. Like, I'm usually not doing anything technical if I'm not on screen. I'm just walking around like, yeah, is it? What is everyone cool? Like everyone who's got an actual job? Because like, can it's I so help easy you? just to be like, fuck this. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're no. not getting paid much. No, and, and it's like. You're shooting the same thing 30 times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It can and get mundane. Yeah. And, but I mean, and it looks great, too. So, like, there's a reason behind it. But, okay, we can talk about Jorge's movie forever. Yeah. And, um, and I actually got to be the stunt driver. The hell, I'm driving the hell van, and Matt Anderson is driving the cop car in the scene leading up to the crash. And we got a secluded road, and we got footage of us doing 70 miles an hour with him eight feet off my bumper. It's it was the most exhilarating thing I've ever done, and it looks so fucking good. And that scene ends with this actual stunt company removing the interior, putting a roll cage in, and flipping the fucking car, and then it sets on fire. And Jensen Strock is going to be hosting that entire day, and you can tune in for ten bucks and what. And she's going to keep it fresh, and you're going to get to see the behind the scenes, and then see the thing happen live. It'll be in a movie. Bueno. All right. Anything else, Josh? Josh checked out about 10 minutes ago. Yeah. I'm good. Look, I told you, motherfuckers, I gave you 45 minutes. We're at an hour and three minutes, okay? Hey, I'm checked out. Are you ready for this? This is the first time in, like, two months. Are you ready? <laughs> Joshy. I'm ready. Cheers to industry. Cheers to industry, hey. right? Hey. <laughs>